This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello again, everybody, and welcome as we put the NFL season to bed after what was a thrilling but let me say, flawed Super Bowl because of what might have been. And there were two things that just stick in your craw as I come on the air after this game. And and let me say this first. You know, I've known Andy Reid a very long time. I've pulled for him. That second Super Bowl is so important to his career. He now has a legacy that is solid gold. He's won 247 games. He's he's won only Belichick's won more playoff games. He's won two Super Bowls now. He has built a dynasty in Kansas City. He has done an incredible job, and he's one of the great coaches of all time. There's nothing, and he was innovative again in this game in the second half. Um, so Andy's career is now completely solid gold. Mahomes' career, which has a long way to go, another decade, uh, is already solid gold. Now that he's won his second Super Bowl in three tries. So it was a very big game for them in that regard. Um, But let me get to the two things. Number one, I can't deal with games being decided by officials' flags. This game had a chance. Now, if that play goes through, and they let that third down stand. And they don't throw the fan, you know, the the hold, which was it borderline? Yes. Was it automatic? No. Didn't have to be cool. Now, think about what it did to the game. You would have had a game where Kansas City would have been kicking off up three, and the Eagles would have had almost two minutes and a couple of timeouts. And they would have been able to, would have been at least one timeout. They would have been able to take a shot at tying the game and maybe winning the game. We would have had an all-time classic. We were headed there. Hertz had played great. Mahomes had played great. They overwhelmed in the second half. And instead... We get two minutes of ho-hum. Let's let the clock run out. The Eagles try to let them score. They are too smart to score. They, they go and take the knee on the one. They let the clock run down. They kick the, uh, the extra point field goal with eight seconds left, and the game ends. And instead of great drama and who knows, maybe a classic finish of all time, we are left with nothing in the last two minutes. After just killing the drama of a great fourth quarter, a back and forth fourth quarter, two young quarterbacks going back and forth, dominating their defenses and doing an incredible job. 
Number two, do you know, and I did not know this until I went and researched it while I got incensed. Did you know that the NFL actually planned for years so that you would have that grass on the field tonight? Yes, you had years in the making. Tahoma 31, one of the newer breed of grass that has been developed with the funding from the USGA, the U.S. Golf Association. It's a mix of two types of Bermuda grasses and rye grass, and it was developed at Oklahoma State University under the watchful eye of Dr. Wu. So wait, the NFL planned so they could go out there tonight and ruin the damn game by putting it, turning it into an ice skating rink. What genius decided this was the night to get that grass and that that grass was ready? Because you know what? That person should be uh, not around the next Super Bowl. That destroyed the game tonight, that field. That, game, that field was an embarrassment. This is the Super Bowl. It's the Super Bowl, and you got a field no one can stand up on. Now, how much did it impact, let's say, the Eagle pass rush? I don't know. I'd have to go interview these guys. They're all changing their cleats. I don't know. But clearly we watched 80 different players go fall down or, or lose their footing. I mean, that was a folly. This is the Super Bowl. You spend a fortune on the game. And you're going to have a field like that on grass that's never been tested before? And you developed this grass just to put it in for the Super Bowl and have that happen? You got to be kidding me. The NFL should be embarrassed. Sorry. I'm happy for the Eagles, but I detest seeing two games, classic games with great players, both decided by, by penalties. And let's be honest, both times the flag decided the game. It ended the game. It ended the game both times. It ended the game. That's what I can't stand. It ended the game. The, uh, there was no recourse. The flag ended the game. There was no recourse for the Bengals. There was no recourse for the Eagles. Was Mahomes heroic? Yes, he's always heroic. He's a great player. And you saw him before the half. They're down 10. They got the call where they reversed the Smith, which kept it from being a bigger lead. And let's be honest. The first half, the Chiefs were clinging to life. If they don't get that turnover touchdown and get that reversal on a Devontae Smith before the half, they could, they could, be, there. They could be down 28-7 to seven at the half. They gave up 270 yards of offense in the first half. Their offense never had the ball in the first half. That's why I knew things would be better in the second half, because the Chiefs just never had the ball in the first half. The Eagles, it was a very puzzling game. Their passing game was good. God had made some great catches. They hit some big pass plays. Hertz had a wonderful game. I mean, he threw for 300 yards. I mean, the guy, 
threw for th- except for the one turnover, he threw for 300 yards, had three touchdowns rushing, and a two-point conversion. I mean, he had a wonderful Super Bowl. And Mahomes did what he did. He willed his team to get down there and score. But do not forget a couple of things in this game. Number one, as we give kudos, the checklist, let me start with the Kansas City front office, and that includes Andy Reid in this. They lose Tariq Hill. They bring in Schuster, the job he did tonight. They bring in Pacheco as a late draft pick, the job he did. They bring in Sky Moore. He catches a touchdown pass tonight. They bring in Tony from the Giants for a three and a six. And what does he do tonight? He basically helps win in the game. He catches a touchdown pass, and they ran that same play twice to different sides of the field and scored easy on it both times, one to, one to Tony and a little different version of it to Moore on the other side. And number two, Tony, who is a great open field runner, which we know, and an Game-breaking talent. We know, he, but he could never play with the Giants, which was so frustrating. I don't blame the Giants for getting rid of him. But Kansas City knew what they were getting. And where was he when it was on the line? Making a 65-yard punt return, which was as big, if not bigger, than any play in that game. It took that game from a one-point game to an eight-point game. 65-yard punt return in the fourth quarter with everything on the line after already catching a touchdown pass. What a day for Tony. All the craziness that's gone on in his career, what does he wind up doing? Being a hero in the Super Bowl. Give Andy Reid credit for his dynamic play calling in the red zone. Give them credit for their offensive line, which did a great job. I thought the pass rush would be a major factor. It was not a factor. Maybe the field was part of it, but you know what? I got to give the offensive line credit. Yes, the quarterback got rid of the ball. Yes, he was able to get away from the pass rush two or three times with amazing plays that he turned into positive runs. Including that late run, which was so pivotal in their their victory. But This team dominated with that pass rush, and it wasn't there today. Other than Hurts, their running game wasn't there today. So their two staples were not there. They still moved the ball great. I mean, they had 420 yards of offense. They scored a ton of points. So it wasn't like they didn't. wasn't like they didn't move the ball offensively. They moved it at will. I mean, Goddard was good. Smith was good. Brown was good. Hertz was wonderful. But Kansas City made a couple of plays on defense, just a couple. They got the huge punt return by Tony, the enormous punt return by Tony. And then they got the big flag, which took and changed basically ended the game. That and watching that frustration of what was going on in that field was tough to watch. Now, other than that, it was a wonderful game. These two young quarterbacks who were both MVP candidates. Hurts could have won it. Mahomes did win it. Won the MVP. And whoever won the game, the quarterback was going to be the MVP. We know that. Mahomes deserved it. 
He's now stamped himself with two titles already. He's had an incredible start to his career for the first five years. Incredible year for Hertz. will be paid accordingly and will now run this team. The Eagles have a ton of talent, but their defense didn't come up big tonight. Their running game didn't come up big tonight. Their pass rush didn't come up big tonight. And the Chiefs were down 10, and it could have been worse in the first half. Did what they do. They come back. In both Super Bowls they've won, they came back in the fourth quarter and back from pretty big deficits in the games to win. I was there for the last one, and I obviously watched this one. But I hate, I hate, I detest when there's no recourse from a penalty. And that penalty, upfield, did he spin him a little bit? Yes. Was it an egregious play? No. Was he going to catch the ball anyway? No. And instead, it ended the game. We didn't get the dramatic dramatic finish we were headed towards, which could have been really classic. Once that game had the tied, it was tied up on the Hertz run and the Hertz two-point conversion, I mean, you were headed for a classic. And instead, we didn't get it. We got ho-hum in the last two minutes. Congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to the Eagles on a good showing. Tough loss, obviously. Congratulations to both quarterbacks. Sirianni's a young coach. Coming off a wonderful season. And a bitter pill to swallow, obviously. Losing this game anytime is a, is a very, very, very tough pill to swallow. And for Andy, a very, very big win. And they won it in Kansas City style. Coming from behind and doing the things that their offense does. I want to give uh, kudos to um, the broadcast team. Not easy to do your first Super Bowl. Burkhardt and Olsen were both doing their first Super Bowl. They did a nice job. They did a very good job. I didn't watch much of the pregame. It's endless. Even the pregame between six and when they finally kicked it at like, it seemed like seven o'clock. It was like quarter to seven, maybe later. I mean, enough already. Enough already. I mean, how many features can you see before they find, you know, Bradley Coop is doing this one. Costner's doing this one. How many features can you see narrated, voiced in the drama? How much can they try to get to the drama of things before they finally kick the ball? Let the game, let the game breathe. And I don't know, but it seemed to me there was an enormous amount of buildup and promotion and anticipation for this Gronkowski kick. What a dud that thing was, man. It looked like they staged it on some, you know, uh, I wouldn't even say Pop Warner. I'd say uh, midget football field somewhere. I mean, that, that, that left a lot to be desired. Really, I thought that kind of laid an egg. So we move on to the season. It was weird because, you know, I picked Kansas City 
before the season started to win the championship. And then I picked against them in the AFC title game. I picked Cincinnati. I just thought Cincinnati was playing better. And I picked the Eagles because I just thought they were going to be hard to handle. And they pulled both games out of the fire late. So kudos to the Chiefs. They did it without my support those last two games. I'm happy they won. I did think they'd get beaten both games. I thought Cincinnati was the better team, but it didn't happen. And today, obviously the Eagles had 20 chances to win, but they didn't win. The Chiefs did what they had to do, and Mahomes did what he had to do. And that's obviously a big part of this. Andy Reid's a huge part of it, and Mahomes is a big part of it, and Kelsey's a big part of it, and there's a lot of good players on the Chiefs. They're deserving. They're a very good team. And a fun team to watch and a very, very good team. And you can see how much the team and the ownership and everybody around there likes Andy Reid. They love him. You can see that. It comes through. You don't usually see that with coach. You see coaches being revered. You see coaches being respected. You don't usually see them being loved. And with Andy Reid, you can actually see it. They love him. Because he's a good guy. And... Now he's got the resume to back it up. It would have been tough for him to lose to the Eagles. It really would have. The way his Eagle career ended, it would have been tough for him to lose to the Eagles. That's why I'm happy the way this turned out. Although, like I said, it really irks me when I see these flags decide these games. It really bothers me. I want to see the finish. I want to see if I want to see if Hertz is going to be able to answer. We didn't get a chance to see that. And as to what they were doing, they, they can tell us down the road what they were doing with this field. I mean, I was, I, I said, I, at halftime, I said, let me see if there's anything about this field stuff. And I found the story about how they waited. And, and it's the story said, give the guy credit, be warned. Be warned. And he was right, be warned. What a mess. What an absolute mess. And two Giants. Pivotal roles. Tony makes the play. Burberry gets the penalty. So... You never know. You never know how it's going to, you never know how things are going to work out. You know, you just don't know how they're going to, how they're going to, you know, Bradbury winds up with the, with the big penalty at the end of the game. You know? And Tony winds up catching a touchdown pass. And making what is probably, I'm trying to remember, I know there's never been a punt return for a touchdown. I don't know if there's ever been a more pivotal punt return in the Super Bowl. I I was trying to think of one, you know. Tony only caught one ball tonight, but he caught it for a touchdown. And then, obviously, the punt return, which was a terrific, terrific 65-yarder that helped win a championship. So that trade worked out pretty well. And they brought in a lot of guys from a lot of places. Uh, And the Eagles brought in a lot of guys, too. 
You know, and they did a, you know, and Brad Bird did some great thing for them all year. So sometimes you're in the right place, sometimes you're in the wrong place. It happens. So, 38-35, Kansas City. Next year, on to Vegas, believe it or not. And hopefully, hopefully, they'll have made some kind of adjustment to the turf. How about going back to the old stuff? When they tell you they want to experiment with some new sod or some new turf or some new uh, Tacoma 31, this new Bermuda, tell them to pass. Tell them you'll pass. Because that was a utter disaster. It really was from that standpoint. We will, uh, believe it or not, pitches and catches in a lot of places tomorrow. The baseball season is upon us. You saw, I did see one second. I walked into the, you know, we leave the, we left the pregame on the whole time and you're walking in and out of the room and stuff. And next thing I, I see A-Rod standing there at one minute and I look and I'm saying, why is A-Rod there? What's he promoting? Next thing you know, who comes out? Derek Jeter. So I guess Derek Jeter's working for Fox next year. I don't know how many games he's doing. I didn't hear what he's doing exactly, but I saw A-Rod introduce him to the Fox family for baseball. So A-Rod, you had three Fox guys up there, and I'm thinking, who is it? A-Rod, Jeter, and Strahan. Maybe it does help to play in New York. Those are the three guys who seem to do okay for themselves. All Natalie attired and uh, all doing okay in their uh, second careers. Not a bad trio. So we'll make the uh, transition and away we go. So I want to, I, I have to admit, one part of me is really happy seeing the up on the podium. The other part, I felt a little cheated not getting, not being able to see how that would have turned out. If it had been Chiefs up three, about a minute and 35 or 40 left. And Eagles taking over, seeing if they have a drive in them after a great season. Would have been interesting to watch. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening to the Mike Francesa podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, it's Mike Miss here. What a time to be a Philly sports fan, and you can share the excitement with me each week on the Mike Missinelli Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. Listen and subscribe to the Mike Missinelli Podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts.